Welcome to the High Vibration Living Podcast. I'm your host, Chef Whitney Aronoff, founder of Starseed Kitchen and High Vibration Foods. Join me for conversation where we learn about food, wellness, beauty, travel, and spiritual concepts for high vibration living. Only you know what your body needs. Let this be the reminder that you have the power to tap in and know the food, self-care, and spiritual practices that will best serve you. I will be sharing my knowledge and learning with you from experts providing insight into nourishing all the layers of you, the physical, emotional, spiritual, and etheric bodies, so you can feel your best and live your dreams. Let's get started. Hi friends, welcome back to the High Vibration Living Podcast. Today I'm chatting with Valerie Ula, an energy healing expert. She is the director of vibrational healing at The Well and is founder of Modern Ritual New York City, a sanctuary for personal transformations and healings. She is the author of two books, A Little Bit of Reiki and Rest Rituals. We're going to be touching on rest rituals today to support you in getting a better night's sleep naturally. If you like the conversation that we have here today, you can tune into a previous episode that I had with Valerie, episode 58. I really suggest you check that one out. But for now, we're going to jump right into all the beautiful rest rituals that Valerie has a depth of knowledge about. Welcome to the show, Valerie. Thank you so much. So nice to be back. It's so nice to be back. And since we've last chatted, you have been quite the globe trotter. Can you fill me and the audience in on where you've been going and what you've been doing? Well, um, I, I absolutely, I think when we last recorded, I was literally either headed to Mexico City or I think I was headed to Iceland. And the, the ironic thing is that, you know, I really dislike flying. I'm a very nervous flyer and I've been flying so much and traveling so much. Um, and it's really, I mean, it's, 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 it's been a blessing to be able to travel and do the work that I do. Um, and to also get to meet my fear every time I step on that plane, right? And I, I also use it as this moment, as this opportunity of going, okay, I'm at this edge, right? And every time I do something that takes me way out of my comfort zone, I come out the other side more expanded, more aware. So, um, yeah, so I've been traveling a lot. I recently, um, I've been home now for a few weeks, but Prior to that, I was in Costa Rica um, at the well in Costa Rica, an Auberge property, um, which is incredible. Um, I was there for three weeks, and then I was home for two weeks, and then two weeks before that, I was in Cabo for also another opening um, for the well in Cabo uh, at an Auberge resort, which was also incredible and lovely. And um, next week, I'm headed to Spain where I am uh, working with a beautiful company called Balance Holidays. Um, they're based in Europe right now, um, but they do very um, luxury, high-end retreats. Um, and so we will be doing a retreat in the north of Spain. So that is coming up. 
Beautiful. I really highly suggest everyone listening start watching Valerie on Instagram because you'll get to see these places. And then also you'll get some a little more insight into, into what she does and just all the wonderful places that are popping up around the world that are offering, I think, an, an up-leveled opportunity to vacation and to rest and recover in a, in a re- unique way. Right. And, and it's like, yes, we, we all need a vacation. But if we can be intentional about like that trip, we can actually amplify, right, that intention and the energy around it, right? So, you know, and, 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 you know, maybe everyone can do this the next time you have a vacation planned, wherever it is you're going, set an intention for your vacation, set an intention at the start of your trip, right? What's important to you? What, um... What do you want to prioritize? What do you want to create more space for in your life um, by, you know, booking your vacation or heading on out to your vacation? So being that you've been traveling so much, how has your sleep been? Terrible. <laughs> Let's be completely honest. Like, you know, I am, it takes a while for my nervous system to acclimate, especially when I've been traveling this much, you know, there's just nothing like being in your own bed, right? Mm -hmm. At home, in the comfort of home. But of course, all these incredible locations are very, very comfortable, very, very luxe. But there's a part of me that's like, hmm, why is it so quiet? Ooh, it's so dark, right? I, I'm from the city, so I'm used to having some amount of light. And so it, it literally is, you know, I, I need time when I arrive at a location to, to acclimate. But thank God I have tools, right? Tools like breathwork, pranayama, and, and other things that I do for myself to regulate somewhat, even if I'm not really sleeping that well. Yeah, I'd love to find out the tools that you like. So I'd love to learn a little bit more about your evening ritual when you're home Mm -hmm. and then how that shifts when you're on vacation or traveling for work. My evening ritual as of late, right? So I am really of the mindset that you have to feel into the energy, right? And so maybe you've been practicing a certain ritual, you have a certain routine that you've had for years and years and years, right? And then at some point you're like, hmm, I'm done, right? That meditation that I've been doing for like three years every night, I'm I'm done. I, I need something else, right? And I think it is important to allow yourself to to shift and to, you know, drop off. Like if it, if that's what it feels like, right. It's no longer, sometimes the energy is done. It's like when you break a crystal or like, mm-hmm. like lose a crystal or break a piece of, I don't know, jewelry or lose a piece of jewelry. It's almost like that energy, you know, whatever cycle, you know, whatever process you are in, it's time for something new. And so I would say first and foremost, you know, if you feel, you know, the need to do something different, absolutely do something different and trust that that's the energy that is needed at that time. Um, so lately, um, my nightly ritual 
has been implementing, um, you know, some oils, some grounding oils. I love frankincense. Um, I have a blend of, uh, actually, what is it? I think it's a blend of Palo Santo, actually, and, and lavender. And I've been putting it, you know, just one drop on the hands and then just literally massaging my whole entire head right? Because we hold so much tension, right? And, and we know when we have tension in the body, right? You know when your neck is stressed and all the things. But I think a lot of us don't recognize how much tension you actually have in your head until you start to massage it. And you're like, oh, wow, that actually is tense, right? And so I've been doing this nightly ritual where I, I take gentle breaths in and out and I massage and you do it in bed and you're opening up these different, um, different points in your body, different energy points, different energy systems. And you really also get that, um, blood circulating in your head, right? And, um, for me, it's been a really nice way to just build that in right before bed. Nice. It's funny when I lay down to go to bed, I scratch and massage my scalp as well. There you go. I've been doing that for the past few weeks and yeah. it feels so good and it does help mm -hmm. you wind down. Mm -hmm. And you can even, right, like anything we do for ourselves, we can make into a ritual. We can, we can say, okay, as I, you know, gently massage my head, I'm unwinding whatever it is, whatever, whatever stress, whatever tension I've carried for the day, from the day, right? I'm, I'm unwinding it out of my system. So I have a little script that I read before I go to bed. I just yeah. keep it written next to the side of my bed and it changes all the time throughout the years, but it's yeah. just a little thing that I read and I read it three times asking mm. for my guides, angels, Pleiadians, ancestors to remove any blocks, trapped energy, mm. anything that's in me or on me that no longer serves me, move it mm. out while I sleep tonight and... So therefore, I can move into serving for my greatest and highest good while I'm here. Mm -hmm. It's something along those lines. Have you ever gone through phases where you read something like that for support while you sleep at night? You know, that's actually really interesting. I, I went through a phase where I recognized that when we sleep, our brain is processing, right? And I think it's important... Um, what we take in right before bed, mm. right? So, I mean, trust me, there have been nights where I've like binge watched something. Like, I think it was a while ago, but I, we were binge watching like House of Cards like a bazillion years ago. And my system was so jacked up. I was like, really like just you know, entertained, but stressed. And I went to bed that night and I remember waking up the next morning feeling like I had a massive hangover, like mm -hmm. a massive hangover because A, I don't generally watch, you know, that much TV or anything. And we had binge watched like three episodes in a row and right. All this like 
stress horrible, all the things coursing through my system, I definitely didn't sleep well. And so I think it's really important to think about what we are taking in, what we are literally ingesting, consuming before bed. And so for a while, thinking of that, and and many years ago, even before I got into any spirituality or any of this energy work, you know, I found it helpful to read, um, you know, something uh, calming. Like, I, I think there was like a little philosophy book that I was reading, like I would read a few pages before going to bed. And, you know, I went through this phase where I started reading um, more about something I wanted to learn, mm-hmm. right? And I was thinking, okay, I'm going to take in this piece of information and be very intentional about allowing, right, my, my sleep to help me really digest it, to really actually integrate it into my body. And so, you know, I think it was a book that I was reading from one of my teachers and I was like, okay, I'm going to keep reading this. And it was really interesting because the next morning I went through a phase where like I would read a little part of it and then the next morning I would have a dream, right, that, that really opened things up for me. Um, and, and that was absolutely related to, you know, what I had read the night before. And also having that intention, right? So I'm not saying that everything you read the night before is going to like show up, but when we get intentional, A, that's energy, right? That is literally our, you know, electrical impulses coming together in, in thought and, and directing that intention. And so the more intentional we are, the more results we're going to get. So in the beginning of your book, Rest Rituals, you put together just a few simple things that people can start doing as they wind down their night to support getting a better sleep. Do you have kind of three go-to tips for when you have clients that are suffering with restless night sleep that they can start doing? Yeah. Um, I can't remember now if it's in the book or not, but something that I love to uh, suggest is, you know, breath work for sure any kind of pranayama like calming breath Mm -hmm. um and also actually what's nice is to do like a breath work or a meditation listening to binaural frequencies i love actually you know what binaural frequencies is the number one thing that i share with clients because oftentimes um when you make things too complicated people just aren't going to uh you know do it (laughs) because it's just, so it has to be a super easy in. And I always present binaural frequencies as, listen, you pop your headset on, you listen to these binaural frequencies on repeat and you go to sleep. I mean, it can't be easier than that. But if you wanted to add extra things, um, I, I also suggest like a breath practice while you're listening to binaural frequencies, right? You can inhale for four, hold for seven, slow exhale for eight. As you're doing this, as you're listening, all of this while you're laying down in bed, right? And I think ease is really what's key to creating these rituals, right? I think if we make it way too complicated, you know, brain's like, "Mm mm-mm, nah, not interested, 
have to expend too much energy to do something, it's not going to, it's not going to have a buy-in, right? And so listening to binaural frequencies, um, doing breath practices, and actually, so this may be complicated a little bit, but what I've been doing lately, and I come back time and time again to this practice because sometimes it doesn't work, but I leave my phone outside of the bedroom. I literally... So if you're listening to binaural frequencies, that's obviously not going to happen because you're probably listening on your phone. But, um, you know, what I've been doing lately is really being intentional and leaving my phone outside, like plugging the phone outside and stepping away from it completely. Um, and oftentimes people are like, yeah, but, you know, I have it on airplane mode and it's on silent. And the very fact that your phone is right there your nervous system is completely attuned to it. It knows it's there. Literally, you can be in the same room, but have your phone all the way on the other side of the room, and if it happens to vibrate, you'll know it. You'll hear it, and you'll go, oh, what's that? Right? So I think out of sight, out of mind, um, as a way of also really, you know, getting out of that, that energy, right? Because oftentimes we are up in the middle of the night. If, if the phone's right there, you might just grab it because it's there. Trust me, I've been there. <laughs> like, yeah, I turn thing. my phone off usually at 9 o'clock at night. I yeah. completely turn it off. I highly suggest, like, the only time I will leave it on is if I'm flying the next day, if I'm yeah. leaving for a flight, and sure. I want to back up alarm clock because I have yep. a traditional alarm clock that's yes. battery operated, old school yep. upstairs. Yeah, beautiful. But I'll I'll put it on airplane mode and put the alarm clock on as the emergency backup. But yep. I make sure again it's out of the room. Yeah, I mean I think it's really really actually important for your system. So. That being said, I think the best way is to really um, use a little calming oil, so something like lavender or whatever it is that you find calming and, you know, and not stimulating, right? So no, like, really fresh, like, peppermint or, like, citrus scents, because that really invigorates the system. We want to begin to bring ourselves into that kind of restful space. So you can do a calming oil like lavender and then just do very simple breath practice, right? Where can I tune in to get binaural frequencies? So I always suggest Spotify. Um, there is a um, artist, I think they go by Miracle Tones. And so what's beautiful about binaural frequencies so the reason you listen on a headset is because there is one frequency playing in one ear and a completely different frequency playing in the other, and your brain creates the illusion of a third frequency. And so that is basically the state of attunement, right? And so if you look on Spotify and you look up, you know, Miracle Tones, that they will have different states. So you can find something like um, resolve inner conflict or DNA healing or calm or love and miracles, something like that, right? And so um, it's just something super easy uh, to listen on repeat, you know, and if you wanted to put your phone away, what you can do is you can just, you know, listen for like, I don't know, usually they're two or three minutes. So you can just start with two or three minutes or 
six minutes and then put your phone away and then go to bed. Thank you. I'm going to tune into that. Yes. Hi, I'm Chef Whitney Aronoff. As a personal chef, I created custom organic spices for my clients. These blends are of the highest quality with no added sugar, MSG, caking agents, or any junk. I want you to have the same access to good quality seasonings, which is why I've launched my line of organic spice blends. High Vibration Foods by Starseed Kitchen is my collection of chef-crafted organic spice blends made with only good-for-you ingredients. I use organic source spices, ancient mineral-rich Redmond Real Salt, prepare the blends listening to Kundalini mantra music, then charge the jars with the quartz Giza crystals for a true high vibration experience. You can now purchase my most requested blend, 11 Magic Herbs and Spices, on starseedkitchen.com. Use code STARSEED for 10% off your purchase. Can't wait for you to enjoy. Well, we can't talk about a good night's sleep without talking about dreams. Mm. And I want to chat with you about your family lineage and the connection to sleep and dreams because it's so beautiful. Mm. And I think it plays such a big part in supporting you as a healer and a support system for people trying to get a good night's sleep. Can you tell us a little bit about your family's lineage in Laos and Mm. the role that your great-great-grandfather had while your family was living there? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's so interesting. It it was something that no one ever really talked about, but it was just, it was kind of there. And, you know, we kind of knew about it that, you know, my great-great-grandfather was the dream advisor to the King of Laos. And I think years ago, many, I mean, obviously many, many years ago, before I got into any of this work, I kind of knew about it and was like, oh, that's interesting. And just let it just be this little story, right? And, And when I was working on my book, Rest Rituals, it literally showed up again. And I was like, oh, wait, that's right. I completely had forgotten um, about this part of my family. And unfortunately, you know, I don't think my dad knows that much about it. And my, my grandmother is gone now. So, you know, I think the, the story is just that he was the dream interpreter, right? And so he was basically a close advisor. Um, I don't know that he had an official title as like dream interpreter um, to the King of Laos, but he was a close advisor. And, uh, you know, his, his, he, he was very spiritual and he would tune into dreams. And, and I think that's just, um, you know, it was very timely that that happened happened to um, come up again um, as I was working on rest rituals. So it was really, really interesting and cool. Have you been able to go back to Laos? No, you know, it's incredible. Um, My family's been planning a trip. I mean, all the younger cousins, like my father has no interest. He's like, no, no, thank you. I'm in Florida now. This is where I'm at. Not going back. Um, But we've been talking about it. And I, I think we really do need to make it happen. Yeah, I would love 
tune me in, fill me yes. in. When you can. <laughs> because I'd love to know when you're there and you start mm. to meet people, if yeah. there are tools that he or anybody that held positions like that once used yeah. um, to help interpret people's dreams or help them shift their dreams. Mm. Um, I would just be so curious in in that that role that I know exists in so many different communities around the world. That's what fascinates me is yeah. he was, you know, one of so many people that were blessed with the ability to to see through and interpret um, and help people yeah, process I, their consciousness. I, my, my guess is that it comes from a very grounded – um, and spiritual place, right? To to be able to recognize that there is more than meets the eye, right? There's so much more going underneath the surface of this, you know, physical construct, this reality, right? And to be able to delve into dream work is literally unlimited resource and it I feel as a culture that it is highly underutilized right so oftentimes you know I'll talk to people and they'll say oh I never remember my dreams and I was like but that's because you haven't trained yourself to right you haven't gotten intentional yet and when you start getting intentional with anything you're literally letting your system know that you're ready to listen. And I think that's why dream practices, dream work is such an important and essential part of um, our growth. So I had a teacher once tell me when I went through a phase where I wasn't remembering my dreams Mm -hmm. to look myself in the mirror when I'm getting ready for bed before or after mm-hmm. I brush my teeth mm-hmm. and tell myself that I will be remembering my dream mm-hmm. and I'll mm-hmm. be able to remember and process it in the morning. Mm-hmm. Have you done something like that before or is there something else you suggest people do if they're trying to remember their dreams? I, I, I think what's important is that, again, you set that intention, right? And, you know, so before bed, you can absolutely, you know, my approach is just letting your unconscious mind know that you are ready to listen and that you are ready to remember um, whatever it is that wants to share with you. Or if you want to get really intentional, you can direct um, your unconscious mind to share some insight about something that's been going on in your life, right? Like, oh, you know, what do I need to know in regards to... I don't know, situation A versus whatever. I don't know. And um, and it's really important that as you sleep, um, there comes a point where, you know, ideally you are well-rested or mostly well-rested and waking up without your alarm clock, mm-hmm. right? So you kind of... You already know when you're kind of up, right? And so if you're at that point where you're kind of feeling like you're awake, it's important not to move. 
but to stay very still and begin to recount your dream, whatever it is you can remember. Because there's something about moving that kind of pulls you out of the process of makes it somewhat harder later to remember, right? And um, yeah, I think it's, you start to just grab the bits and pieces that you can remember and start just going into that. And, and maybe, maybe initially all you remember is one tiny little snippet and that's enough. It's okay. It's a start. We're literally cultivating this relationship with our unconscious mind to say, okay, I, I'm really serious. I would like to remember. I would like to know. I would like to learn, right? And, and you start to cultivate that, that relationship to open up that channel of receiving. So, so when we remember that dream, or maybe we just remember a single image or we yep. hear a word. Yeah. How do you suggest we just Google what that means in dreams? No, what do you like to do? I don't like to do that at all. Um, I mean, I, I, that's not to say that it, there, there's, you know, there's no validity to it, but everyone has such different associations with things, right? I mean, you can look and look in like dream books that say, oh, if you dream of like, this thing, it means this, right? Yeah, maybe on a general, very collective level, but things mean so many different things to everyone, right? Mm -hmm. So I think what's important is to tune into the feeling of the dream, right? To tune into the feeling of the visual or the word, right? So when you are recounting your dream, you go, okay, maybe I... It, maybe none of this makes sense or maybe you just see an image and that's when you go okay but what am I feeling what what what's the feeling in the dream right like because we feel that it's we're literally when we dream we're processing emotions and so there is absolutely going to be some kind of emotion right might not be clear right away, but I think the more you begin to delve into this work, it's, it's going to be clear. And so is that why it's great to have a notebook nearby? So mm -hmm. then you don't just write down the image or word, you write down the feeling behind it and then you can start to see a pattern? Yeah. So there, uh, Robert Moss is an amazing dream work teacher. And that is actually where I first learned, um, he would say, give your dream a title, right? As if it were a movie. What's the title of your dream, right? Essentially, you know, what's the feeling of the dream? What, what's the overarching, like, thing, the takeaway from the dream, the feeling? Once you've established that, right, you might begin to remember bits and pieces throughout the day because you're literally training your brain to remember and so when you give it that overarching thing, it almost like it's holding that space for you as the bits and pieces come in, right? And so at some point later in the day, you're like, oh my God, wait, I saw this in the dream and, and, and this happened and right. So it, it's, it's literally just, it's a practice. 
it's a practice and it's a beautiful practice and it's an absolutely worthwhile practice. How does the moon play in into the quality of sleep that we get? Mm. Well, I, I'm sure so many of your listeners have had, you know, nights where when it's a full moon, you are not sleeping. Sometimes it's like, whoa, I don't know what was going on, but I did not sleep a wink, right? And it's literally, it's all of it though, all of these planetary aspects, right? So moon, sun, a few weeks ago, there were some really intense solar flares, solar storms, and I was not sleeping, just not sleeping at all. I'm like, okay, not only was I not sleeping, but I was also maybe because I was not sleeping, but I've gone through periods where I haven't slept that well and still got through the day, you know, okay. But like during these intense solar flares, I was forgetting like classes that I've taught for years, like literally like just blanked it out and didn't even know what day it was anymore. And, and when we look up like the intense space weather, right? Solar flares, It'll give a warning like, oh, electric lines might go down, communication might be disrupted, but human beings are going to be fine. Humans won't be affected. I'm like, I call bullshit because of course we're affected. How can we not be affected, right? In the same way, you know, the moon affects the ocean, tide, it, it's going to affect our bodies and our system. And so, you know, we can, again, we have an opportunity to utilize, um, you know, planetary energy, whatever it is that's going on to kind of flow into it, to flow with it. So we just had like a full moon recently and depending on where, you know, I think we just had full moon in Libra and it's really about, you know, balance and harmony and how do we cultivate more of that in our lives? Or maybe we can think of the full moon as illuminating what needs attention, right? What is not in harmony, what is not in balance. And we can get very intentional in our sleep around that. We can just, you know, tune in and, and also bring in dream work if we want and say, okay, we are in the energy of the full moon, right? Plus or minus a few days. It's usually like three days before and three days after that you still have the time to work with the moon phase. And you can get very intentional about your dream work, right? How it might be illuminated. That sounds so nice. I love the way you reference it because I think some people go through phases where they see the moon phases almost as an enemy, as something mm, that disrupts mm, their ability to execute their schedule, how they feel, how they look. Mm. Um, and so that's a much kinder way to look at it. You know, you just, you, we all got to learn, I guess, to go with the flow. And I think that's yes. why we tune into podcasts and, um, and episodes like this, because we just need the reminder that it's not supposed to be one way all the time. Exactly. And I think... Listen, it's like, it's, it's ebb and flow, right? And, and when we can go with the ebb and flow instead of like getting super frustrated and resisting it, it's like, oh, okay, this is the phase of the cycle that we're in, right? There is, there is the, you know, even 
like when we think about stress, our systems are actually meant to be stressed, right? We're not meant to be like calm and zen 24-7, right? Nice thought. But we need that kind of ebb and flow of being stressed and then coming out, being stressed, coming out to build the, resist, the resilience of our nervous system, right? So when we don't have that kind of, you know, stress, you know, every now and then, we don't get to strengthen our system. But then on the flip side, when we're constantly just living in that fight or flight mode, that we're just constantly in stress, obviously that is also not good, right? And that we no longer know how to get out of that. And so then we become unregulated and then we need lots of practices to come back to regulate ourselves so that we can actually, you know, be amazing human beings that we are here to be. Well, what are you really into right now in the health and wellness and spiritual space? Ooh, that's an interesting question. What am I really into right now? Um, I would say, so this is funny, um, I used to, uh, I used to, you know, sell crystals and my thing is I used to be really into like giant clusters, specimens, huge pieces, right? Huge pieces, big statement pieces, like big, right? Like, yeah. like, like if you look in my space right now, I have massive apophyllite crystals that I love. Um, but what I really begin to rediscover are small little pieces that are super just amazing little tools, right? And it's, it's, and so specifically, we're going to get into specifics. Um, I have been working with a Syrian starberry crystal, which is simply a piece of quartz, but they say that starberries contain information from um, other planets, other galaxies. And so specifically, the crystal that I've been working with is connected to Sirius, um, you know, the dog star, um, and ancient people believed that Sirius was the spiritual sun. And so now that I say that spiritual sun, when I was working more intensely with that crystal, it was during the solar flares. And I'm like, oh, that's probably why I forgot it was Wednesday two weeks in a row because I was somewhere other than being here on Earth. Um, so that's what I'm kind of really into right now, um, just small pieces that you can work with in your hands. It's just a phase. I phase in and out, right, of big crystals, little crystals. I do too, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just like going through the phases where you carry something on you or in your bag mm -hmm. all the time, and mm -hmm. then you go through a phase where you just let it go. Yeah, and so also my thing is right now, so for me, frankincense, mm is my absolute, I mean, I still love it, and I, I know I will go back to it, but right now I've been really into my Palo Santo essential oil. Like, I am dousing myself in it. A little extra protection while you travel. It makes you perfect know, sense. It's all the groundedness we need, right? 
So. Yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Any foods or teas that you like drinking in the evenings mm. to support you with a good night's sleep? Um, I would say, you know, chamomile, always easy, ready to go to, um, excellent for your nervous system. Um, and what I recognized as I was traveling was that I have to really limit my caffeine intake in regards to chai, right? So I don't drink coffee. I drink matcha or chai. But if I have chai too late in the day, mm-hmm. and too late in the day for me these days is if I have chai after 1 p.m., it's going to be a little more challenging to kind of stay asleep. Yeah. But matcha I can have absolutely up until at least 6 p.m. because <laughs> my system, I don't know, matcha agrees with me. And then chai, maybe it's just, it's, I don't know, a little off. But <laughs> That black tea has a little more boost. That's what it is. It's the black tea, for sure. It's true. For sure. And, and how my body reacts to it, too. It's just yeah. a little more oomph. Yep. Yep. Well, where can people learn more about you, your books, um, mm-hmm. connect with you, share all the spots? Um, well, uh, I'm on Instagram at Valerie Ula, V-A-L-E-R-I-E-O-U-L-A. Um, and I also uh, I have more information on my website, which is modernritualnyc.com. And yeah, those are the two main spots. Fantastic. Well, can you leave the listener with just one healthy tip they can consider adding into their life? Gentle breath in and gentle breath out. Because oftentimes you'll hear, um, you know, when you go to class, take a deep breath in, right? And taking a deep breath in really activates your sympathetic nervous system. And so really... When we want to reset, when we, most of us at least, when we need to pause in the middle of the day, it's really about practicing gentle breath. It's really about allowing that breath to be gentle in and gentle out to get into more of that parasympathetic nervous system to rest and digest. And so I think especially when we find ourselves super stressed, it's not taking a deep breath in. I mean, sometimes that does work because it's almost like you have to get that activation so that you can release. But I think it would be, you know, much more beneficial to begin to cultivate that gentle breath in and gentle breath out. Thank you for that. And thank you so much for your time today. And I highly suggest to the listeners to check out Valerie's book, Rest Rituals. It's one of those great books to keep by your bed, to read right before you go to sleep, um, because you're always going to learn a tip that's going to make you feel a little bit better and have a better night's sleep. It's a really nice bedside book. So thank you so much, Valerie, for coming on. Oh my God. Thank you for having me. And I would also add that I recorded the audiobook myself. And so that is also something um, that might feel relaxing to listen to before you go to bed as well. That would be great. It'd be great to listen to you on a flight. Yeah. You might not even want to do any of the practices, but just listening to the rituals and and listening to the different mantras that I cover in the book 
can be helpful. Beautiful. I think listening to the mantras would be so nice. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. I'll see you again soon. All right. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening to this episode of the High Vibration Living Podcast. Please leave a five-star rating and review wherever you are tuning in from to help more listeners like and find this podcast. And if you really loved what you heard today, pay it forward and send this episode to a friend or loved one. For more Starseed Kitchen, visit starseedkitchen.com and follow us on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Be sure to pick up a jar of my high vibration foods, organic spices, which you can purchase on starseedkitchen.com. You can find me and follow along on my chef adventures on all your favorite social media channels at Whitney Aronoff. Thanks again for tuning in. Cheers to you and your health. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.